Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sunfire Tavern podcast, episode 16. We are on season 2. This is a new season. We took a long break uh, over the Christmas, over Christmas, but we're back. And I'm back here with my uh, lovely co-host Clark. Clark, how you doing? I'm all good. Episode, did you say episode 16? I'm pretty sure it's 16, yeah. Really that many episodes? Yeah, yeah, this episode 16, you're right. Yeah. Well, like 32 according to my schedule, because <laughs> I've got a big break in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> There you go, um, but you know, 16 episodes, we're back, we're back, we uh, can, what's, what's the drinking age in the UK, isn't that 18? Uh, 12? 16? 16? <laughs> 12? When I drink, I'm just thinking when I drank and it was like when I was very young. Oh. <laughs> like 18. 18? 18? Okay, we're not quite there yet, but anyway, I uh, hope everyone has had a lovely break, had, a lo- had, a lo- had, a- had some time over the hiatus, we've had, obviously, me and Clark have been playing lots of games, we've got lots to talk about over... Uh, over this hiatus. So uh, the current agenda we have is uh, we're going to talk about what we've been playing, we've been watching. I mean, we could probably fill the whole section with that, considering it's been like four months or something. Um, But we've also got the year ahead in entertainment. Obviously, it's 2021. Uh, Happy New Year to everyone as well, Uh, even though it's the 18th of January, but still Happy New Year. Um, And what a new year. What a new year. What a new year. What a start. You know, we'll get to that. 2021, totally different, but we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. So much has changed. Uh, Of course, so much. Just... Oh god, uh, you know we got um, Pokemon Pokemon Snap recently got announced, so we can have a chat about that with uh, Mario 3D World and other Nintendo things. We've got Wonder Vision here to talk about. I'm sure Clark Clark can tell us about Wonder Vision, uh, the TV show. Wonder Vision. Wonder Vision. Not one. Not one division. One division. I'll tell you about the division. Yes, yeah, so the division. Just one of them. Yeah, just yeah, just the first one, or you know, the, 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 the spin-off of One Direction, One Division. That's yeah, I was it. thinking like, what's One Division? And I looked at the article and I was like, oh yeah, okay, I wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the Marvel show One Division, which I have not seen yet. But um, and then we've also got Clark has put here uh, Fortnite is kind of fun, which I'm int- I am intrigued to hear as someone who used to play a lot of Fortnite back in season two, season three. I'm very intrigued to hear what it's like now because I think it's very different. Flossing. Right now, oh, as you speak. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, we're, good we're, old flossing. No, flo- <laughs> just flossing. That's oh, it. That's for, the, for the video podcasters, disclaimer: there is no video section to this podcast. But yes. you know, you know, you can, you can see us. Story. We're just flossing. We're just flossing right yeah. now. That's it. Um, and then we've got uh, CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk as is the one of the final topics. But we'll see how far we well, get. With- so on that one, that points there as an optional because I think everyone has been talking about CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk, yeah. but. You know, we've taken like a two-month break uh, to let me move house, which is actually where we took the break. Mm. Um, you know, I think 16 episodes is a good place to stop uh, to kind of regather your thoughts and, and whatever. Uh, but the CD Project Red thing, we'll leave that till last. And if we get to it, we will. But uh, so many people are talking about CD Project Red at the moment. Yep, it's the hot topic. Yeah. You know, people have been waiting for this game for a long time, and it's finally out. Yeah, and uh, seems like it's it's okay. <laughs> Didn't change the world. It wasn't it wasn't Jesus, but. Good. It was such a miss. Like, in terms of swings and misses, that this was like the the biggest miss and the biggest swing at the same time. Like, it was it, it was so hotly anticipated. Like, it was supposed to be this fantastic experience, and it's just so lacking in every department. Because you can tell it's rushed. You can tell that the developers were in heavy crunch the entire time. Like, it's just it's not great, mm-hmm. is what I would say. Uh, but we will we'll, we'll, if if we get around to it, we'll get to that. But yeah, the, the first point is. Ollie, my good friend, what have you been playing over the last few weeks? Oh boy. Now, I have been playing a lot of different video games. So, over the Christmas break, or at least after during the hiatus, um, we've had, I've been, my sort of group of people that I've been playing games with has kind of like expanded a little bit. And, um. You're making friends. Yeah, I know, it's crazy, right? But basically, I've essentially in this group kind of started. kind of become like a faux youtuber i guess so i've just i would just like play random games or like they'll they'll ask me to play random games and i'll just stream it to them and then i just find that a lot of fun sort of like you know like one of the my favorite things from like my childhood and like growing up and stuff like that was playing video games with other people even like single player games and just having people to like bounce things off of or talk to while like you know you're doing something boring or just like seeing people's reactions live so but the thing is we haven't been playing like traditional games as such we've been playing loads of really strange games so for example um mainly there one of the people in in the discord uh she's had a lot of games that she used to play as a ch- as a 
uh, when she was like growing up, but never got to finish or never got around to finishing or like couldn't finish it when when she was growing up because she you know, whatever, as, you know as a kid I'm sure there's games that you've played when you were a kid and you could never finish because but anyway I took it upon myself to go back and emulate these games and finish them so there was I'll start with the first game that we played which was Sonic Spinball have you ever played Sonic Spinball oh yes okay I, I, as soon as you said that I could hear the music in my head yeah ding, 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 the sewer music yes oh my god okay yeah. that, see okay for me, I never played Sonic Spinball growing up, right? But two of the other pe- two of the people in the Discord had, and they had said like they never got past the first level of 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 Sonic no, Spinball. No one did. Yeah, no, no one completed it. So I was like, all right, let's see this game. So I found an online emulator to emulate so- Sonic Spinball, and after that night, I think we started playing at like eight p.m. or something, and then ended up finishing the. I finished the game at like five in the morning or something and you actually finished yeah so they, uh, with sa- I, I have to preface with save states because that game is a nightmare game uh, yeah, um yeah. so you know eventually and and you know originally i was like i'm not gonna save state i'm gonna i'm gonna true true retro gamer this you know i'm gonna be an epic gamer and finish sonic's minball uh as as it's designed but no uh that game is way too punishing and oh my god some of the sounds in that game are the <laughs> most screechy ear-destroying sounds I've heard from a video game in a long time, and it was great. I loved it. But it was very fun. It was, it was just really funny. Um, but obviously, you know, just... It's very much a product of his time, though. Oh, like definitely. Um, I, I remember, I mean, I had that game, and I can only ever remember seeing the first level. I don't know if that game even had other levels, but yeah. um, I spent years on that first level just doing that loop where you go around the sewer thing that little yeah. dragon comes out of the water and eats you yes like slime whatever it is yeah <laughs> never got past it I never got past it yeah like so i had to i had to figure out how to beat the game i guess like like playing it and obviously now that i've play a lot of games stuff like that i can figure it out but as a kid i have no idea how anyone managed to beat this game or how anyone managed to like get anywhere in this game like it's so punishing and so like confusing and the maps the later levels the designs of the later levels are just like what the hell man like this is created by like satan like evil it's it's, it's, it's a game that exists nicely in my memories but i'm happy with it staying there yeah yeah i don't don't go back and visit that game again definitely to be honest though there's a lot of games from that era like um a lot of Mega Drive and SNES games that were just genuinely really hard, like Super Ghouls and Ghosts, for example. Oh my god, that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, right? Yeah. I, I remember, so I, I got the SNES Mini uh, as well, um, and I tried to play Ghouls and Goblins on that. I don't understand, like, some of these retro games, man, like, the the amount of patience and the amount of, like, how, how difficult they were. You have to have, like, a mad, I have a mad amount of respect for these people who actually managed to finish these games or, like, They're play just them. just so punishing. I actually watched someone play, uh, so someone a little bit younger than me, actually, a friend of mine, uh, was at my place just before, just before all the COVID stuff kicked off, so, like, where were we, February last year? Mm. Um, and I sat and watched him play Ghouls and Ghosts, and he was using save states, obviously, because yeah. playing that without save states is impossible. Mm-hmm. And it was just watching him like relearn all the little bits again, because yeah. it, it effectively is a dying retry. Yes, right? yeah. Um, and watching someone do that was actually quite fascinating because you, you you watched him learn his way around the game again, and then he'd like slowly stop dying to the same thing over and over again, and the next thing would come and kill him. It was cool, like, but yeah. I could. Ne- I just don't have the patience for that. I, 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 yeah, like what you said there. I love that. I love watching people like learn and like overcome things and like seeing the process of how they like accomplish the level and that kind of stuff. Like you know, like all the, <laughs> all the little tiny bits. Like I remember sitting there uh, one time, like obviously pre-COVID, pre-lockdown. Uh, me and some friends were playing Ninja Gaiden. Obviously, that game's really punishing, and just seeing like um, we we just do like a death each kind of thing, passing on, and obviously having drinks and shit talking at the same time but like yeah like even seeing people like, improve slowly on certain things like learn things i was always it's like super fascinating and also super funny but yeah anyway other games i've been playing uh we played a ps2 game called um gregory horror show which i had never heard of before it is apparently gregory a horror show yes gregory horror show apparently it's a um ps2 Sorry, no, it's, a, it's a PS2 game, uh, to preface this is the game we played but it's based off of a japanese tv show um, for, designed for children, but very much is very creepy, or at least the character designs are all like really so, weird. I I just googled this yeah. and I recognise the the box. I've never never played the game, but I recognise the box. Yeah. I've seen these like this like paper art before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The paper art style kind of thing. Like you can bet. I'm, I'm wow. I mean, I'm actually that's a good idea. I should look up if there's like paper crafts of like the characters because some of the characters are kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, like um. Yeah, that game was really weird. It was like a stealth game, 
like a stealth horror game, but designed for kids. So like, as, and it works on clockworks. So there's like a time, and then you have like the residents of the mansion uh, who and oh, the story of the game is that you when you go to sleep, you meet the Grim Reaper, who is one of the coolest guys. I, I love him. Um, and he's asking you to collect the souls of the people who live in this hotel so that you can leave. Um, and you have, in order to collect the souls, you have to basically, it's kind of like Luigi's Mansion in that sense, like there's one big mansion you walk around and the characters yeah. work on like clockwork, so they walk around the mansion. Uh, so you know where people are going to be at certain periods of time. And you have to essentially do something or scare them into dropping the soul. So for example, um, there's one character who chases, she's, she's a lizard nurse who chases you around and basically just wants to steal your blood so she chases you with like a giant like um syringe it's pretty creepy but basically the way that you steal her soul is that she always complains about tripping up over like bananas so you have to find like a banana peel and then as she's chasing you drop the banana peel oh, behind okay. you she falls over soul drops soul get the soul give it to grim reaper that's an example of one thing so it's like all contextual and character based um with with this game but yeah that was that was really funny to play because obviously everyone's just like what the hell is this game like random people just joining our discord server and just like tuning in and be like ollie what the hell are you streaming right now kind of thing like um and that was that was a good amount of fun but also we were playing like loads of weird like online room escape games we went through like a weird phase where we were playing loads of room escape games together which was really fun um there's oh, i forgot the website i'm gonna find it uh i'll, I'll find it while, while you're talking about your games because i feel like i've been talking a lot i've got so many different random games i could talk it's, about it's, like it's been months and you know we've been playing a lot and with lockdown as well like there's just nothing else to do oh yeah play definitely. video games or pick up hobbies and i'm not picking up hobby. <laughs> <laughs> to hell with that i'm moving house that's all i need to yeah. do all right clark tell me um, about while i look for the for, for these games tell me about what you've been playing and tell me about what it's like to be a homeowner in a global pandemic <laughs> transitioning peak so, so first off for anyone listening i would never ever ever recommend that you try and move house the week before christmas so that it was the day that they announced the tier four in london um so i had my dad here helping me move and blah 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 um and just as we were kind of getting settled into the place um he announced the shutdown like boris johnson announced the shutdown and he was like tonight everyone has to kind of be locked in no going out and we're going to readdress it in February. So my dad was like, what do I do? I says, you've got to go home. You've got to go back to Portsmouth because it's unsafe for you to be here. You'll get stuck. So since then, I've not really seen anyone. Like I haven't been in contact with anyone. And that was what the week before Christmas. So other than a very brief crossover with my bubble, we kind of broke the rules a little bit and, and met up on Christmas day. Uh, I haven't seen anyone. So I've been completely isolating. And as a result, I've been playing a lot of video games with friends. Um, mm. So one that we started playing just before Christmas was Fortnite, which I never thought I'd I'd ever pick up again since it launched. Uh, but loving it, absolutely loving it. Like the 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 gameplay loop in that game is 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 masterful. It's mm. so good. Like the questing system, the like the fact that every game is different and you're always put up against different players and the. Everything apart from the building mechanic, I love, but the building mechanic, <laughs> I absolutely hate in that game. Like when you engage in combat with someone and suddenly someone's built like a house and like a town in front of you, and you're like, how are you building at that speed? Yeah. And I'm there like trying not to flick between my weapons. Yeah. And yet they're, they're building like the, the Arc of Triumph in front of me. That, so, so that's um, what. So that's what I was going to ask about on the Fortnite stuff. But I mean, do you want to talk about that later or do you want to. Should we just talk no, about No, no, no. Like, so. I mean, yes, so I've been getting quite deeply into that with some friends, mm. uh, and we've been doing, like, the legendary quests each week. We've been playing... I mean, I bought the Battle Pass because oh, I wow. actually thought it was quite good value for money. Mm. Uh, it was, like, £8 or something for the Battle yeah. Pass, which is nothing. And for a free-to-play game, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, they've earned my money for giving me that amount of time uh, in, in terms of enjoyment. So we've been having a lot of fun playing that. And, um, yeah, so what did you want to ask about Fortnite? Okay, so when I played Fortnite back in Season 2, Season 3... Actually, I played like season one as well uh, very briefly but back then people didn't know how to build and i got to experience the rise of people getting scarily good at building mechanics right so like now i can only imagine what it's like uh to play against people who've been playing that game for years now kind sucks. of thing yeah it sucks like absolutely sucks yeah like i can only uh, imagine the skill well, well you, you pull out your shotgun and take one shot and then immediately there's like four um walls around you mm -hmm. and they're above you building like a staircase and you're like 
I didn't even notice that was being started, and, and I'm still there, like trying to work out where to press Q or one or whatever. Mm. But it's been, it's been fun to learn the game, and I'm playing it with a group of people. Like we're all similar age, and you know we're all at varying parts in our lives where we're just looking to just chill out. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly enough, we're playing this game that's heavily populated by 13 year old boys. Uh, we're actually quite enjoying it because yeah. you don't have any kind of communication with them. So yeah, to us, we're just killing like relentlessly without knowing who these people are. I, f I feel like so that's been fun. I feel like Fortnite has got. A lot. So you know, while there's the whole like tryharding building element, that kind of stuff aside, mm. like the other stuff around Fortnite is very really fascinating. Like all the cars they've added, all the like the brand tie-ins, the other like little things around the map, like the really interesting stuff. Like because I've been kind of keeping an eye on it, and I'm kind of interested to go back. Like I haven't even played it since they went into like Fortnite Two or whatever it's called, you know, Chapter Two or something. Season Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cha Chapter Two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the whole Chapter Two thing, right? So, so where they rebranded yeah. the game and redid all the UI and everything, and it looks gorgeous. And rebuilt it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looks gorgeous. So, so like, but I'm interested to 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 go back and try it because because of just how polished it looks, like. It, that's the thing is it the whole thing feels very uh, very well built now mm. like like none of it messes up there's no heavy bugs or anything like there are some performance issues with it like a friend of mine that i play with in fact bjorn who was on the uh podcast just before Christmas, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um the german guy um he is having a lot of performance issues with it and he's quite good with computers like he knows how to build and kind of maintain them, but it's mm. it's genuinely screwing his computer up. So that's a shame. Oh wow! Uh, but, but I mean, we could talk about Fortnite forever. But there's like a billion other games that I've been playing. Oh, so God, like, God, God. Um, I picked up Persona Five Royal, um, and I am so glad I did. Mm -hmm. It's so good and yep. it's so much better than the original. And I love Persona Five. I got to the fourth, um, the, the fourth palace, yes, and then gave up because it just got too, it got too complicated, too convoluted, and I just lost sense of what was going on. Mm. This. Has has have you played Royal? I have not played Royal. I ha I'm I'm I've not even seen. I know that there's a new character and there's like new plot and stuff like that. But I'm really interested to hear about like what they've changed or like how different so, it is. So, so it essentially feels like they've they've gone back to the original game and 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 run like a chainsaw across all of the crap. Oh right? wow! And, and just carved off all the rubbish because that the, there was so many combat mechanics. Like for example, the baton pass mechanic that was never properly explained and didn't really make any sense. Mm. Uh, it just sort of worked sometimes, and then sometimes it didn't. There was the um, negotiation mechanic where when you down enemies after uh, weakening them all, yeah. you can talk to them and, and convince them to give you items and stuff. It, there's actually a whole system behind that about like their personality types, mm. their uh, conversation structure, and how they um, how they act in game and stuff. Like you can work out what to say to them and what they'll appreciate. Mm. Which is good. Like they can be timid or aggressive or whatever. Um, so it gives you different conversation options depending on how they approach you. Um, obviously, there's all new story content, which is like beautifully attached to the game. It, it makes the game feel so much more sensical. Yes, there's still a lot of talking because it's a JRPG, so yeah. it's always done talking. Um, but just overall, like every part of it just feels slicker and cooler and cleaner. Awesome. Like, it, it's still Persona Five, but it's like Persona Five if. You know when you go back to work like a game and you play the Game of the Year edition and all the DLC is suddenly in it, and then yeah. it's like the game is the same game, but there's like, you know, new things all around you and stuff that are going on. It, yeah. It's that, effectively. Awesome, man. And like there's new music, there's new uh, zones, like loads of new zones, new confidence, new um, personas. Like, it's The whole thing just feels like very fresh and very new. And they've even rebuilt like all of the dungeons. Mm. It's so they, they make more sense to get around. You've got this like grappling hook now, yeah. So you can like jump up and jump over obstacles if you want to. Um, it's it's great. Like it's really really good, and I'm loving it. Like right now, I'm like I want to be playing that rather than being on the podcast. But I also want to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that's that's the crazy thing to me that they actually went and redesigned the dungeons. Like I'd be really interested to see how they redesigned some of them because man I, as much as i love persona 5 as well like the original some of those dungeons were just not they were just mazes yeah. like, they, they weren't fun just and like it's the pyramid one that i'm looking forward to seeing because yeah. i hated that one. oh you hated the pyramid um, one yeah, i hated it uh. it was too confusing too complicated like and it was just too long like there was mm. too much to it but but either way so persona 5 was one of them uh what else did i play over christmas we went back to sea of thieves but that that was neither here nor there oh, I, um, i've been playing some sea of thieves recently actually Funnily what do you think uh, it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun playing with friends. Um, I think it's very much a game where you need to have a good group of friends to like bounce off of, because I feel like you could just have a lot of times where you're just sitting on the ship and you're just kind of like silently watching the sea go by, and you know it looks beautiful, but you know kind of want to be doing 
and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like if they added more things that you could do to pass the time on the ship, like, I don't know, play, like, a dumb board game, or even, like, rock, paper, scissors, I feel like they should, like, there's, like, a lot more, like, player-to-player interactions they could add to make it more interesting. But I think I love the idea. I think it's very cool. Um, and it's a lot it's of fun. Game, right? yeah. it, it gave us a lot of peace in the in the lockdown last year. Yeah. Like it really made us feel a lot calmer than than we we should have been. Yeah. Um. So that was good. Yeah. It's very chill. Like I think this is it. It's like a perfect like chill game. Like oh, I just want to pass some time yeah. and hang out kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and it's fun because you can go into it. I mean, everything takes like you, you can't really have less than an hour in the game. Mm. But in that hour, you can fill it with all kinds of stuff like sinking a ship, fighting the kraken, blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. Like it's. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, what else did I play? Like, I mean, I've been playing so much. Oh, I'll tell you what we did do last night, which was kind of fun. Um, so me and some of my other friends have, have been, like, we arranged to be going on holiday and stuff and oh, nice. doing a lot of stuff in the last few months, but obviously we can't do it because of the pandemic. Yeah. So I set up a golf game in, in GTA Five Online. Oh. And the rules were we all had to turn up in golf carts, wearing appropriate attire, so golfing clothes, and we just had to have a gentleman's evening of golf. No swearing, like all, all the rules that you would have in a golf course. And it was honestly so chill and so nice because wow. the, the actual golf game in GTA is, is a really well-built golf game. Mm. Uh, but it, it's just there, like on the map. You just go up to it and play it. Um, but we did like nine holes and then nine holes again. And it just gave us like two or three hours of just chill. Mm. You know, we're, we're drinking gin and tonics and stuff and enjoying it. But really, really cool. So we, we did that. Um and I know I've been playing like a thousand games, I just can't think of any. I just want to say I love that. I love the fact that you guys weren't just like, oh, let's just play some golf in GTA. You were like, no, 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 no. We're going to make an evening of it. We're going we're gonna to dress up appropriately. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like, I feel like that level of investment, like initial investment there, I love that. Like, that's very cool. It was just a bit of fun. And yeah. I think that's that's been a big thing about the pandemic as well, is getting creative with how you waste your time. Oh, for sure. Like, Wasting time pre-pandemic was super easy. Like you could just do whatever you wanted whenever you wanted. Mm. Now there's just too much free time. Yeah, definitely. So you sort of have to get creative with entertaining yourself in that. Like, and socialising has become a big part of that as well. So mm. we're getting quite good at like, like for example, with uh, I mentioned Bjorn earlier. Bjorn and Ali have been like rocks during the the, the pandemic for me because we just get together. We either jump into Fortnite, jump into like um, play together, Sea of Thieves. Uh, we've got, I mean, they're playing Minecraft now because they've uh, abandoned me and I, I'm not oh. a big fan of Minecraft. I absolutely hate it, in fact. Uh, but they're playing Minecraft and so we sort of jump into um, Fortnite for a bit and then they go off and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, I like the only other things I've been playing are things like um, the Super Mario 3D World um, anthology, like the, the the collection of three games they launched last year, mm. uh, which was Sunshine, Galaxy, and 64. So I've been playing those. Um and I can't think of anything else, so I guess we'll move on. All right. Uh, also, just to, just to point out, uh, maybe this could be a news topic. I don't know if it's relevant. Um, so I just had a look at those Room Escape games that we were playing. Uh, I was playing with, with people over Discord. Um, and the website is neutralxe.net. However, what I just realized and remembered is that because Flash Player is now dead, as in it's been yep. disabled for good, on on Chrome, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, rip, R.I.P. Man, like so. Now all of the Room Escape games that this guy has created uh, are not playable anymore, or at least you need to go to a different website. Um, and he's oh. got like a, but but he's trying to port some of them over into WebGL or like Unity and that kind of thing. So, but um, I would definitely, if you get a chance or, or get the opportunity to, or you want to just sit down and play a Room Escape game, even with like friends or like family stuff like that, I think that was it was called Elements. If you can somehow find a copy of that and you like like Room Escape games, I I highly recommend it. That was like a great. It was like a six-hour Room Escape game, and it was so much fun. Yeah, it's it called Elements. Okay, well, I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so good. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, moving on. Yeah, so I mean, well, well so uh, the reason I put the year ahead in entertainment as a point is because. Uh, last year, obviously, everything changed. Uh, cinemas closed. Mm. Um, you know, bars and restaurants closed. Like, like the way that we kind of entertain ourselves has changed dramatically. And and I wanted to look ahead at this year and and kind of find out what you're looking forward to. Um, you know, talk about the games that are coming up, the games that have been announced, the movies that are on their way, the books. If people still read books, I don't even know if people still can read anymore. <laughs> um, but like one big thing on the horizon this year, and I'm really hoping it comes as Stranger Things four, mm. four, yeah. Four. Um, and I'm I'm super interested because after I don't know if you watched Sabrina, um, uh, not the Netflix. 
Okay, the, I'm talking about the Netflix one. Okay. So the last season just came out, and there was a crossover with the original series. Oh, wow. So the two aunts from the original series popped up in the new season, and honestly, the, the show was great, and I was really impressed to see how they filmed all that during, obviously, this pandemic. It does look like they probably didn't follow the rules of the pandemic to film it, mm -hmm. but what we're going to be seeing this year is a lot of, like, uh, movies and videos where people are standing really far apart. Yeah. Yeah. Which is going to be odd. Uh, but in terms of uh, what's coming out this year, like, what are you looking forward to? Okay. So, in terms of games, um, definitely Monster Hunter Rise. So, that's coming out in March on Switch. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, there's the, dem the demo is out uh, on Switch right now uh, for people listening. Um, and I am very excited. So, I'm someone who loves Monster Hunter. Uh, Monster Hunter World was a great co op game. I'm just looking for people to play the new one with the, the one rise took far too many hours of my life that game yeah, is <laughs> such a great game and then like basically what they've done is i know this won't be everyone's cup of tea but they've basically taken all of the mechanic all of the like core mechanics like movement mechanics and combat and stuff like that and basically just ramped up to 11 like now in monster hunter rise like you have a grappling hook you have a dog that you can ride off of and jump they added a mechanic where you can actually like mount you know you can you could mount monsters in monster hunter world but now you can mount smaller monsters and actually control them to help you fight the bigger monsters which i was like when that happened in the demo it kind of blew my mind i was like how what the hell kind of thing um also <laughs> in the demo there's a monster that shoots like a laser beam like out of like water jet kind of thing I don't know if that was in Monster Hunter World, I forget, but but basically, um, it seems like the attack patterns of the monsters are like way harder to dodge now, and they move a lot faster, but to compensate for that, you have a lot more movement options and a lot more ways to dodge, and I thought that was right. like, amazing. So they've ramped everything up to 11, yeah, so it's basically. not just the monsters getting more difficult. Yeah, and now, obviously, because it's on Switch, it's portable, so I can like play... Um, I mean, hopefully, when if the lockdown ever ends uh, and I'm able to see, you know, we're going everywhere right now. Yeah, yeah. If I'm able to ever see another human being, see, see other human yeah. beings, and play Monster Hunter with them in person in Switch, or like on Switch, I think it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic. Like, I'm very excited for that to like meet people because because Monster Hunter World didn't give me that experience, and I didn't live in Japan, so I didn't get to have that experience with PSP. But like, you know, in the future, uh, sorry, like you know, like, if I ever meet come across other people who are playing Monster Hunter, but oh, you know, we can play together kind of thing, and that's like always been the appeal of Monsanto, I guess, for you. Um, what else am I looking forward to? Um, in terms of movies and entertainment, like Netflix, stuff like that, um, I guess I was going to say... I was, think, pardon? Yeah, it's hard to it's think. It's hard to think, isn't it? I was going to say, like, the final season of uh, Attack on Titan, but that's already airing right now, so I'm watching it. Um, so uh, I never caught future. up with that. Like, I watched the first few episodes, but I never caught up with it. I think I was going in with my... I'm kind of done with anime phase at that point. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I... Yeah, so, um, in terms of what's coming out this year, like I'm actually struck. In fact, let me have a look in, on Google and uh, coming this year in movies. Let's see what we got. Uh, okay, none of the oh Black Widow. Oh yes, because the Marvel uh, Universe yeah. is reopening this year, isn't it? Yeah, because we've had a year off Marvel. Hmm. Um, which which is one of the reasons why I fell in love with One Division. By the way, we can talk about that in a minute. Hmm. Um, hmm. Ah, okay. So one thing I want to talk about was uh, um, the Mandalorian. Have you seen it? Uh, I have seen bits of it. So my housemate was oh. watching watching it. Admittedly, I did not sit down and watch uh, many episodes, but I saw bits of it, and I saw the the final episode for season two and the reveal and stuff like that. But so I I absolutely fell in love with that show. Mm. Like hard fell in love with it. It was so good, and I can't wait to see season three because that to me is the Star Wars that we've been promised for the last three movies. Yeah. And finally, we're back on that kind of like classic feel, like a dude kind of struggling and going through hell, and a little cute baby Yoda, which we all need. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everybody loves her. <laughs> um, <okay. laughs> um, but yeah, so there's the Mandalorian, which I'm looking forward to the next season of that. But then otherwise, there's not really much else that I can think of this year that's kind of getting me excited because um, I guess until we get. The, the new E3 and the new BlizzCon and all that kind of stuff. Like, we won't really know what's kind of on the slate. Yeah. Other than we've got things like Horizon, the sequel coming out, which is going to be amazing. Oh, of course, right, yeah. Um, but obviously, we're in that weird space now where the PS5 was launched, mm. but no one really bought it. Yeah. No one could buy it because there wasn't enough of them. I just... So... 
Yeah, it's a weird place. You just reminded me of watching the Game Awards. Uh, what's it? Because I watched the Game Awards with some friends live. Uh, one announcement from that got me really hyped, which is that they're rebooting Perfect Dark, which is one of my favorite game. It's probably my yes. my favorite game franchise. Isn't like yes. you know, N64 Perfect Dark was one of my favorite games of all time. Probably still is. Um, yes, and they're rebooting it. So I'm super excited, super happy. Um, uh, yeah, same with that. Yeah, like see, so when they started playing that trailer, I was like. That's the Carrington Institute. Yeah, and I was like, no, it probably isn't. Like, whatever. And then it started like panning around and then going up to like like the outdoor area. And I was yeah. like, I recognise this music. Why do I know this music? And I was like, that's Perfect Dark. And it was like yeah. Perfect Dark. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw the so, I saw the Data Dine logo and I was like, <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. Thing, yeah, like it was good. Um, yeah, the Game Awards this year were or last year, sorry, were great. Like, mm. um, and Nina came back as well. The, yeah. Um, the what is it? Devolver Digital. Devolver, Devolver? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm loving that meta story and like the fact that Nina's back again. Yes, give mm-hmm. me more Nina. Yeah, it was great. Um, but yeah, so I mean, into that. So um, one thing that I kind of fell in, and we'll, we'll skip over to it because it's further down the, the list. But uh, was One Division. Okay. So have you seen any of it yet? Nope, I have not seen it. But please tell okay. me about. It. Uh, well, I'm not going to give you any spoilers because it really is one of those shows that you need to be surprised by. Okay. Um, but it, so, what, obviously, in um, in Endgame, and this is an Endgame spoiler, but if you haven't seen Endgame by now, sorry, it's been like 47 years yep. since that film came out, so it's too late. Um, so, obviously, Vision gets his, his head caved in, mm-hmm. and Wanda watches that happen. And this show starts with uh, Wanda and Vision in black and white in this, like, um, idealistic universe, um, like very similar to I Dream of Genie or uh, Bewitched or that kind of thing, and they're just having this like perfect like suburban American life. Mm. Um, and, but they keep making jokes about how her husband's head is invincible, and like the jokes keep kind of like they're, they're really subtle, like they just pop out every now and again. But as the as the episodes roll on, they they become less subtle, and, and you can see that Wanda's starting to like change around what's going on like and, and you're, you're not quite sure whether she's invented this world she's trapped in there someone's messing around with it you, you'd like you're not sure but it is easily the best thing to come out of the marvel universe like bar none really? so far because if, if you're a fan of david lynch or uh stranger things is a good example for this one or um hmm, bewitched is a really good example there hmm. uh, if you're a fan of any of those shows and you wanted to see a combination of all three this is your show and it is such a risky experiment for Marvel to take because it is nothing like anything they produced before. It's very different, very unusual, uh, very like avant-garde, mm. but it's it's so good. So, so good. So to give one spoiler, and it's not really a spoiler of the show, it's more of a spoiler of the way it's filmed. Um, if you're a fan of David Lynch, like he likes to play with camera and sound quite a lot. Mm. There's this scene in the first episode where uh, they're having dinner with their boss, so Vision's boss comes for dinner and, and she has to cook a nice meal, like a classic American housewife situation in most sitcoms. And uh, they're sitting at the dinner table after going through this whole palaver to get the food on the table. And the boss eats a piece of food and then starts choking. And the, the boss's wife starts going, um, stop it, stop it, like over and over again, like stop it. But then she starts turning to wonder and saying it. And as she does... Like it goes from a three camera setup to a one camera setup, which is really difficult to spot if you're not like like aware of that kind yeah. of thing. You don't really notice it. And then the sound kind of starts to dissipate and, and you start to hear the sound as if you were like like as if you were tied up or something. Huh. Um and it's just amazing because this this one second you're like, This is really masterful film work going on here. Mm. Like this is obviously telling a bigger story, and then it just goes back to normal, it goes back into the reality that you're in, and it's oh it's such a good show. Like absolutely take the time aside to watch the first two episodes there's only two episodes so far okay and it's 30 minutes per episode it's not even like a, it's not even an hour out of your day hmm. just get them under your belt watch them and i want to hear what you think about the next week so yes yeah, that's your homework for the week <laughs> okay 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 that sounds really ambitious for like it's, the marvel franchise it's stuff. hyper high concept like it's super high concept if, in fact uh twin peaks is a really good example of what this is hmm. I, don't, I guess you haven't seen twin peaks either because that was like early 80s that show was i I feel like i've seen it but it was like i don't remember it it was like super weird super off the cuff again david lynch yeah um um but this is very close to what twin peaks is for the first few episodes who knows how it's going to change but it's now got to the point because every episode they slightly step forward a generation Mm. so it starts off in the 50s then it's the 60s and now i think it's moving into the 70s right okay it's just gone into color wow which is cool but it started out in 4-3 
So they actually filmed it in 4.3. Oh. So it's not in widescreen. It's in black and white. The sound's a bit crappy, like it, it and it's great. Huh. But they, they do this thing where like throughout throughout the episode, they play adverts, mm. but the adverts are played to you as the viewer. They're not advertising an actual product. They're advertising an in-universe product. Oh. Okay. And I think they're clues. Well, I'm not going to say what they are because but there's very obvious parts of them that are giving you clues as to what's going on. Okay. And it's just, it's so jarring. Like the whole thing is jarring and confusing, but it's also so good because the actual sitcom parts of it are quite funny mm. and quite endearing and the characters are lovely. But then when it breaks away from the sitcom and goes back to this whole, hey, remember you're in the Marvel universe, it's like, oh, there's there's like an X-Files kind of mystery going on in the background and then it'll go back again. Yeah. It's, but it's good, but I've talked forever about One Division. I could talk forever oh, more I mean, about it. So I'm fascinated. It's, Sounds it's so good, yeah. and I can't oversell it because it is as good as I'm making it out to be. Okay, 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 okay. Super, super good. Um, I would definitely yeah. watch <laughs> at some point. Yeah, like as in like okay, that's so, my homework. That's my homework for the week. So on that, like if if there was one TV show that you could like recommend as a must-watch now, which one would you push, or or a movie? Because I ended up sitting down and watching the new Mary Poppins the other day. Would not recommend that. Okay. Uh, what, okay. Movie. What What did I watch over the Christmas break that I would recommend? I mean, I really love. Uh, I mean, working up to the final season of Attack on Titan, I rewatched most of Attack on Titan, uh, all of it, kind of thing, in preparation for the final season. And I forgot how good that anime is, or at least I I personally really love um, that anime and the way that it, the way that the it changes from just like a oh humanity is doomed versus like big titans into like a political intrigue like basically the way that they build the world and grow it out i think it's really really fascinating to me and i think it, it doesn't turn us to the point where the titans become less of a focus and it just becomes yeah. more about the relationship between the people is that right yeah 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 and and, yeah. and 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 that's like fascinating to me and then the way that they then take that drama like the character drama sort of aspect of it and then go back to like talking about the titans and like the whole world and then where the current anime is now is like really fascinating to me i know it's not everyone's cup of tea especially where i i won't spoil anything where things are right now but for me i i really love it i love like the the kind of things that it's talking about or at least like it's interesting to think about um it's again i can't talk too specifics unless it's spoilery but maybe at some point we'll have like a spoiler talk about it uh but yeah like i think it's fascinating and i love that so maybe i'd recommend attack on titan i think it's on i think everything's on crunchyroll now so you can watch it all on crunchyroll i think the first two seasons are on netflix as well so you can probably watch them there um what else have i been watching um god it's hard to think about um I've been watching lots of strange things on Netflix recently. So I say strange, but it's just like different. So like, um, I had a recommendation from a friend to watch this uh, K drama, which is my this is my first time ever watching a K drama as well. Uh, it's called Good Manager. Well, like the, the Korean show. Yeah, Korean. Mm -hmm. Korean yeah, it's Korean, so it's a Korean drama. Uh, it's called Good Manager. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, I'm currently going through it. I'm on like episode 15 out of 20. Uh, each episode's like an hour long or something. Um, but that to me has been like a really interesting t like view into like what k dramas are like but also it's really funny and i'm really enjoying it like surprisingly enjoying it and i'm like weirdly you like the weirdest sentence i i, I like i said the other day was like i can't believe i'm emotionally invested in this accounting department for a corporation <laughs> that is like being dissolved and that's like giving yeah. me like an emotional reaction kind of thing that's, that's the weird part about korean dramas though is people get sucked into them and they don't know why and then suddenly you're sitting there going why am i having a conversation about accountants yes like, exactly really, right it's like yeah. why am i why why am i so invested in this tax evasion plot yeah. you know, kind of thing um but it's, it's really all, it's all obviously made up as well pardon like, it's none of it's real it's all made up oh yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 heavily scripted yes but it, it's made out to be reality yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's an, it is a fictional show isn't like it's like a drop like a um yeah, it's a story. It's a story based on thing. I mean, it's probably oh, based. I thought, on it was the, I thought it was the reality show you were talking about. Oh no, 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 no! It's not a reality show. So, so, so it's like um, it's like a show about um. This is it. I, I'm gonna explain the plot, and it's gonna sound really boring, but it's basically about this guy who's like skims a lot of money because he's like an accountant, and then he basically uh gets joins a big company called the TQ Group, which is like probably akin to like uh like an amazon or an apple like a mega corporation right like a huge conglomerate yeah. and basically it's about 
him uncovering like the weird nefarious schemes that are going on in there but obviously he was someone who also used to skim things in the past and is about you know and like do like fraud and stuff like that in the past and it's about him kind of becoming like a good manager and good is in like a good person essentially uh and it's a uh, it's it's quite dramatic and it's in- it's it's pretty good I'd recommend it. It's a weird watch. Might take a few episodes to get into it, but it's also just really funny. You have to really enjoy like over the top like slapstick humor. I think um, probably wouldn't land on me, but it does sound interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would land on me. And then you just end up like being like, what? Like you get invested in this weird like tax evasion plot and like people looking at spreadsheets and like like you know with mouth open like <gasps> you know kind of thing and just showing like loads of numbers on a spreadsheet that like, looks really innocuous but you know as an it, in- it's, all just, it's all just nonsense isn't yeah it? yeah but as a viewer you're like interesting yes yes i definitely yeah, understand yeah. what's going on here yeah <laughs> kind of thing um so yeah that's another thing i guess good manager there you go i'd recommend that oh and another show if we're talking about that um i've been watching this like so sometimes when i'm winding down for the evening and i'm going to bed uh, i'll watch this show called a uh, midnight diner um and have like I'll, I'll i'll make a bowl of ramen like like instant ramen i'll sit down on the couch and i'll watch an episode of uh midnight diner which is like a character drama about this diner in japan that only opens up between it's fictional as well uh, opens up between like midnight and 7 a.m and it's just about, basically there's this one guy who runs it who's called the master or shisho and it's basically like the people who go and it's about the stories of the people who come to the diner and obviously you know that you're going to find loads of weird people who come into the diner at like who eats food or goes to a diner at like between midnight and seven in the morning kind of thing and it's about the stories of those characters and stuff like that and that's been a very chill like half an hour watch before like, i'm winding down for bed kind of thing um so yeah i'd give that a shot give that a shot as well if that's your kind of thing character drums yeah. this sounds quite interesting actually this sounds kind of cool yeah i just really like this i really like plots like you know again i'm rambling a little bit but you know like one of my favorite visual novels is a game called valhalla uh or va11 hall a and it's about basically being like a, a, bar, a bartender in like a cyberpunk universe and you play as a bartender and it's just literally a game where you just serve people drinks and you hit, listen to people's conversations as they come to the bar uh, and like talking to them about their lives and how things are in the world and that kind of thing and it's like my favorite visual novel because i love all the characters i love all the dialogue i love the world but like i guess this is it i just really love like these character moments where you get to know people and you get to like hear their stories and that kind of thing um and yeah i guess midnight midnight diner is kind of playing into that right where it's just this got this central bar the central place where everyone seems to amalgamate and it's just about all the different relationships and characters that come there and like how they evolve over time and like that to me is like awesome but yeah okay well i'll put that on my list yeah very chill it's very it's very, it's very chill so yeah hmm. okay well i guess uh, i mean we're quickly coming to like the i guess the last 10 minutes but uh the last point i wanted to kind of go over was the fact that they announced pokemon snap and then there's 3d world plus bowser's fury yes uh so so more about what nintendo are doing on their slate this year because i know you're a big nintendo fan mm. as well um and i never got to play uh, 3d world on the wii u i know what it is it's the creepy cat game uh, <laughs> where everyone's got cat powers and everyone's got cat ears and it's all weird uh, but it, apparently mechanically it's, it's a fantastic game it's super fun mm. so pre-ordered it mainly because it comes with this bowser's fury dlc which is uh, like an open world variant of mario where like you're running around this space and every now and again bowser just starts getting really angry and starts mutating and turning into this like like monstrous version of himself where he fires ink and fire at you and mm. uh, you, you have to like capture the shine bells around the area it all just sounds like absolute nonsense like you have to capture the cat shine bells to turn into the super saiyan cat mario oh my god yeah it's it's it it sounds so bonkers but it genuinely looks really fun but the main reason i'm buying it is because the multiplayer in it is now online oh really so, yeah so you can play the four player co-op with people online like with your friends or whatever um and that to me is a big selling point in this game because i remember when you saw the original content on the wii u mm. it looked super fun but i was the only person who well i mean i didn't have a wii u i had it for a day and sold it um, <laughs> actually no i returned it so i bought it and then returned it because uh, i regretted buying it um but just being able to play that part of it looks super fun it looks like something i wish came out last year in the middle of lockdown yeah it looks like lockdown's gonna be going on for a long time anyway yeah especially um but yeah, so that was the two cool things. Um, and then also the, there's constant rumours now about Mario Kart 9. Because um, I don't know if you remember when they first announced the Switch, they promised that there would be a, a fresh, unique Mario Kart game for every console, yeah. for every Nintendo console. Yeah. And Switch still hasn't, hasn't had that because Switch's is the uh, the Wii U one, which was like vamped up a little bit. Mm. 
Um, so Nintendo did say, yes, there is a unique Mario Kart coming to Switch at some point. And it's now been three years, but there are starting to be leaks of Mario Kart 9. And that to me is so exciting because what anyone has always wanted with the Switch version of Mario Kart is DLC and they never gave it to us. Yeah. So we need more content now, more maps, more this, more that, more worlds, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know. Have you seen anything about the leak? I have not. I've not seen anything about Mario Kart 9. I know about the Nintendo saying that they would um, release a new Mario Kart for every console kind of thing. Or at least I've yeah. heard that. But yeah, I've not heard of any leak. The only Mario Kart thing I've seen is the you know, the RC cars that came out. With yeah, the, the weird thing last year, the, the VR-ish type kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like it's not VR, you, but it's like Mario Kart live? live Circuit or something like that. Yeah, Live Circuit. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, and that seemed pretty cool. Not. Not my kind of cup of tea, but I think it's cool uh, not worth hundred pounds even. Yeah, yeah, it's very expensive. It's but... Way too expensive. It's, it's, to me, that's another labo. I'm like, I can forget that it exists. That's no problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. But uh, no, a new Kart no. would be pretty cool because Kart Eight Deluxe on the Switch was great, and I think still it still looks great. Like it's still super good. We still play it from time to time. But the problem is, I know that game like back to front and inside out, so it's no longer any fun for me to play. Mm. Um, I want something new. I want something challenging. The soundtrack. Seriously, if they just launch like a 16 or a 32 track DLC, I, I would pay any amount of money for that. I'd be so happy with that. Yeah. But new game, give me a new game. That's fine too. Yeah. And yeah, the soundtrack, amazing for Mario Kart. So good, man. Yeah. Bangers all the way through. Also, bangers. bangers. That's actually what it says on the back of the box. All the soundtracks are bangers. bangers. They're straight fire. Straight bangers. You know? Um. Okay. Sorry. So, Pokemon Snap. Right. Hmm. So, for me, uh, <laughs> I loved Pokemon Snap as a kid. Like, I played so on N64. Oh my god. One of my favorite games. I loved it. I was super into it. But now, growing up, you know, being being an adult now, and I, and to be honest, I have, I'm not super invested into Pokemon as much anymore, kind of thing. Like, I think the last Pokemon I played all the way through was like Crystal or something, which is a long time ago. I've been playing Sword and Moon. Mm. Sword and Moon. Sword and Shield. Sword, sword, Shield. sword and Shield. Yeah. I just combined two generations of Pokemon. <laughs> So, I guess for you, are you excited about Pokemon Snap now that it has all like the, so like I love the idea of Pokemon Snap, but there would be so many Pokemon I don't recognize. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that'd be like a weird way to like introduce myself into all these new Pokemon. Um, but like I guess yeah, for, if, if as someone who's played the more recent Pokemon games, is that something that appeals to you, like Pokemon Snap? This is such a hard question because I, I'm not like. I'm not hyped for the fact that I'm going to have to pay full price for it yeah, to start with. Yeah. Um, it's so it, to me, it's a game that if so, for most of us that have like a run of the day nine to five job, um, when you were a kid, you would you would go home, you'd be super excited to put your N64 on, you'd snap some pictures of Pokemon, you'd be, you'd you'd put them in all the different weird stuff that makes me do the weird little poses yeah. and do all the weird stuff, and you'd feel accomplished. But now we're in a world where like. You know, smartphones exist. The, the technology that's in Pokemon Snap exists commonly around the world. It's not as exciting to an adult anymore. But if you're like an accountant or, um, you know, even my job where you sit at a desk all day and then you you you, t- you want to turn off and go home and just have that 30 minutes of that feeling of being a kid again, like stepping away from paying taxes, paying mortgages and all that kind of stuff and just putting yourself back in that mind ca- uh, mindset of being like a Pokemon snapper, give me that. Like, mm. I'm back into that in a, in a big way, uh, and I'll absolutely pay 60, 60 quid for the privilege to do that. Yeah. But I'm not expecting it to blow my mind. Like, it's it's going to be a half-baked kind of, like, negative experience, I think. I think I'm probably going to really, really hate it, in fact. I think... But I'm prepared for that. Yeah. I, th- I think big Pokemon fans are going to obviously really love it, because any kind of, like, way you can see Pokemon, you know, doing cute things or cool things like that's gonna be gonna be awesome um but yeah i guess i'm I'm interested i don't know whether i would get it or not because obviously i'm just i'm just a huge fan of pokemon snap and not just pokemon in general so i'm wondering like whether whether i would want to pick it up or not but i'm i've got my eye on it because obviously nostalgia is powerful um you know yeah i was just i mean because i don't know if you saw recently as well the website game explain which are the, the 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 people that like commonly review all the nintendo content yeah um, there was some con- controversy around that website about the the guy running it, a guy called Andre, um, not paying his his staff correctly. Oh, really? So like he was severely underpaying them. 
Um, and I'm expecting them to review it once all that stuff calms down because they issued an apology recently, but it was a really weak, empty apology that didn't really make any sense. Oh, okay. Um, I'm expecting them to review it, but until I kind of see like a proper review, not from them, because they're always like, this is the best product on the planet because it's got Nintendo written on it. Mm. Um, until like the the general public get out there and actually start playing it, I'm probably going to give it a pass. Yeah. Because I've got way too many. I mean, I've got to finish Persona 5, which is going to take me, what, 74 years it takes to complete that game yeah. now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so I've got to finish that. Oh, 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 oh! I finished Last of Us. Oh yeah, the first one. The great, finished it. The great reveal for the end of the season, yeah. <laughs> for the beginning of the season. Clark has finished the Last that. of Us one. Okay, what did you think? Quick. Sorry. <laughs> no, it was, it was great. It was it was mind blowing. Like story was fantastic. I love the ending. Um, I don't get what people are complaining about the ending. It's not an RPG. It's a story. You're being told a story. You're not choosing the characters' choices. Yep. You're you're you know, you're learning what happened. So all the stuff at the end makes total sense to me, like the the fact that the shooting and all that kind of stuff and what he does with the car and all that bit. Yeah. Great. I love it. Really well set up for number two. Unfortunately, number two has been spoiled for me. So, uh, but um, yeah, one of the core story points has been spoiled and quite a big point as well. Yeah. Uh, But I'm not going to say it here because, you know, you never know. Yeah, people people still got to play it. Yeah, yeah. But it's got me really ready for Uncharted 4. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah you haven't played Uncharted yeah, 4 yet yeah that's the next one on my list but I was just about to start playing it when it, I got a little notification on my phone saying Persona 5 Royal is on sale and I was like oh, oh well I bought that yeah oh man <laughs> that downloaded instantly because I'm on Virgin now so my internet speed is like ridiculously fast oh hell yeah so it's, it's actually quite dangerous for me because it's encouraging me to buy a lot more stuff uh oh uh oh because I'm no longer thinking oh you know it's a 70 gigabyte download I can't be bothered with that now I'm just like oh I've downloaded in five minutes yeah so. Oh my god! Uh, so that's fine. But yeah, so really loved it. Um, appreciate why it's got such a popular following. I, I do think it was overhyped, mm, mm. like because the 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 expectations that I had for that game were obviously so high they couldn't have been met no matter what happened. Yeah, so, a little bit overhyped, but it, but it was fine. I, um, I think for the yeah. ti- if you appreciate it for like the time that it came out, like, you know, like when when that game came out, yeah. like I think it was um like incredible. Now that that's important as well because it was genre defining at yeah, the time. Definitely like, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's 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 great to hear. Also to hear that you have great power in your download speed, and obviously with great power comes great responsibility. So now uh, you can instead of downloading, downloading gig, twelve Lego games, yeah, yeah, downloading all the star, all the Lego games, the Star Wars Lego, all the Lego games. Oh, no, literally, I'm downloading twelve Lego games because oh like, uh, so Steam have just announced this feature, um, which is quite an old feature in a lot of uh, a lot of online services, where. I can play my game couch co-op with you, but you don't need to own the game. Oh, yeah. So, great. Yeah. Right play. Yeah. It's super cool. So it's like share play or whatever it's called. There's a PS4 already has it, uh, but now Steam are doing it. It means I can play things like Castle Crashers and um, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time or Overcooked without having people on my sofa. Yeah, great game. It's like they've invented like the counter to COVID. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. Yeah. I've been playing so, um, unra- a game called Unrailed over remote play and it's fantastic yeah Yeah. definitely recommend it well i'm looking forward to getting started on that uh but i guess that brings us to the end of the of of season two episode one or what is it episode yes 16 episode 16 but also season two e1 s2 e1 and it's been great to kind of catch back up with you again like i'm looking forward to doing a couple more um podcasts as we go yeah um and yeah i guess um if you want to do the bits and pieces because this is this could be your podcast this week okay okay um well th- thank you everyone for listening um if you want to follow us on twitter we are at sunfire tavern uh you can also find the podcast on spotify soundcloud uh and app uh is it itunes itunes, iTunes that's the one. <laughs> sorry iTunes. it's been so long since i've had to do this yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You can, i don't know if we've updated on instagram but we also, we're also on instagram at sunfire tavern we will do I think I've been practicing. I've been practicing Instagram with because uh, I'm doing a lot with it at work at the moment. Oh, wow. So practicing my cool kid posting. Okay, fantastic. And now, now I play Fortnite. I've got to be cool. So oh I've got to floss shit! Yeah, you, can, look, you can post the video of Clark flossing. You can find that on our Instagram. Dabbing, Dabbing yeah. as well. You know, Infinity Dab, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening for, to this week's podcast, and hopefully see you guys next week. So yeah, take care. Bye bye. Bye guys. <laughs>